Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Man, I, literally, this could be one of my favorite podcasts of all time. We have the running backs coach of the Badgers, Devin Spaulding. You don't even know what it means to talk to a running back coach for the Badgers again. It brings me back to the glory days um, of the 01 to 05, you know, seasons. Uh, but coach, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. 01 to 05, by the way, you look really, really good for playing back then. All right. I would have never guessed yep. that, but I appreciate I, you I guys appreciate having that. me on the show. <laughs> yeah, especially, especially for a guy with no neck. He, he's looking real good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, coach, we talked about, you know, like the fullbacks that you, you didn't need a neck. Um, and you just really, I mean, you need a brain, but you needed to run through walls too. So I, that's what I'm, that's what I'm working with right now. I hear you. Uh, I hear you. But, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to force my wife to listen to this right away uh, to hear me get some props. Finally. Before we get started, want to remind you guys that we are presented by betonline.ag, where they continue to be your number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at betonline.ag. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, over at betonline.ag. BetOnline, where the game starts. But coach, let's talk about you. We got you for a couple of 25 more minutes. Man, I... I, we can get into your background, but dude, how exciting is it to be the running back coach at the University of Wisconsin? I mean, it's it's very exciting, you know, having the opportunity to come to a place that's called RBU and be the coach of RBU. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a, a lot of stressors and pressure that come with it, but that's what you want when you're in this role and in this position, right? And you want to be able to work with the best. And, you know, I think uh, I think I work with the best unit in the country day in and day out. So coach, what, what was like the transition, you know, coach Fickle gets the job. How does, what, what's transpires from that point? Well, I was at Youngstown state as the running back coach there. Um, and, you know, I, I had worked with Coach Fickle in 2019. I was a graduate assistant and you know, I'd worked with some of the guys that were on the offensive staff when they came over and, you know, they had a running back position open up and they gave me a call and said, hey, you know, uh, we think we want you to come and interview for this. What do you think about it? And I said, absolutely. And, you know, I did a Zoom interview, which was the first round. And then they brought me on campus for the second round. And then they named me the running back coach. I don't even know what to say. Like that must be the coolest thing. I mean, it was it, phenomenal, it, it, man. It was, a, it was a really cool experience. Cause you, you grew up in Michigan and you went to central Michigan and you were running back wide receiver combo there. So you grew up in the Midwest. Like, you know, the brand of football in big 10, you know, Michigan, Ohio state, Wisconsin, what was like, what was that like for you growing up? And then it's almost full circle. Dude, the coach in the big 10 is, is pretty phenomenal. 
There's no doubt. Um, you know, obviously, I, I'm very, very familiar with the Big Ten brand of football. And believe it or not, I grew up wanting to be a running back either at Wisconsin or Nebraska, which is a little weird based on where I lived. Um, you know, everybody around me, especially around where I was at, was was um, Michigan fans. And, you know, obviously, you catch some flack for not being a Michigan fan. I live 20 minutes away from Ann Arbor. But, um, you know, I, I've always kept tabs with Big Ten. You know, I, I've always loved the way that the game is played in the Big Ten, and I think it's I think it's the best conference in college football. Uh, I totally agree with you. So you bring up the way that the Big Ten was played, which is interesting because I think now with Longo and um, man, just his offense and his his methodology, right. it's not Big Ten football uh, as much as we we. Th- believe what it was from like, let's say right. 2005 right. when it was just like well, power, you know, right, power, left. Well, I, w- I would, I would say this, you know, a lot of people get the hurry up tempo and the spread air raid system confused, right? A lot of people think it's more of a finesse game. That's not the message that, you know, we plan on sending. We're still going to fire off the football. So going to run the run plays. Don't go hammer the rock. We're still going to be able to punish people the way that we've been punishing people here in the past. So, um, you know, I think that's a big misconception when people hear about what type of brand of football we're running here when it's, I mean, we're still going to smash it. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's, it's exciting to be a part of it. It, it just gives you the best answers and, the best of both worlds, right? They want to be able to take away the run. We're going to throw the football. They want to be able to take away the pass. We're going to run the football. So it's football at its simplest form. And, and, and in that, in that fear, in that algorithm, the running back is important in every single phase you just talked about. Um, so I want to go back. Cause you coached the dude who was phenomenal at Youngstown state. And so he came from Notre Dame college, uh-huh. right? What was it like getting him in the room and then molding him to be what the all conference was he was the conference MVP? He was the conference MVP. Ended up being the all time career NCAA rushing yard leader. Um, you know the the whole thought process of getting him in the room. You know when I was first there, the guys were were very very good people. I loved coaching the guys that we had, but. You know, my thought process was, I think we got to shake this room up a little bit. You know what I mean? I think we got to be able to light a fire under some of these guys' butts. And, you know, lo and behold, we go to the portal and Jaloo McLaughlin's in the portal. And, you know, I I get him on the phone and, you know, we talk to him a little bit. And, you know, I recruited him hard for the next month and we get him into the room. And, you know, we went from being good running backs, you know, but when Jaleel got in there, Jaleel brought – out everybody's best right everybody was looking to become better at every area and aspect of their game which again was the whole thought process between me and my head coach Doug Phillips and you know obviously Jaleel separated himself and Jaleel played the way that Jaleel played and you know he's he's one of the best football players I've ever seen play the game of football and I'm very excited to be able to watch him on his on his journey uh here preparing to hopefully be drafted so, so I love that because I think it it brings some experience to now the room you're in with, to me, two guys who could be potentially like thunder and lightning um, in this question. offense. I mean, you're you're talking about Braylon Allen's one of the best dudes we've had uh, 
a plethora of guys that we've had who've been fantastic, but he like just the second he got on campus at 17 looked the part. Right. And then he did it right. Like right. he didn't just look like he walked the walk. And then you got, um, Chez, who I think is, has taken leaps and bounds. And he, and he, to me is, is very exciting in this new kind of offense, catching the football, maybe being moved out, maybe being in the slot, who knows what he, you know, what you guys are going to do with him. But these athletes, man, What's it like walking into that room? Like, what's it like? Do you watch his film before you even get into the room to say, wow, we got these dudes. And are you like, are you taking notes and figuring out like what we got to work on and what we got to do to even elevate these guys? So I kind of took the adverse approach in terms of what most people would do. Um, I wanted to work with them first on the field before I watched their tape because I wanted to get an assessment with my own two eyes of the things that I was seeing then go back put the games. I watched every single game from last season that they played in. And, you know, I, I decided to do it after OTAs. I worked them out an individual, watched them be able to move laterally, watch their change of direction, their stop and go, their ability to catch the football, uh, their ability to run routes. And, you know, I just wanted to make sure what I was seeing in person was matching up what I was seeing on tape. And, you know, then from there, you decide that you're going to, you know, you, you, you make a plan of action that is going to be all encompassing for the athletes in your room. Right. So, you know, maybe somebody needs work on inside zone. Uh, somebody needs work on their gap scheme, footwork, their ending point, their ability to react to different things that they see. And from there, you start to build what you're going to do an individual. So, you know, um, that, that was the whole plan. As soon as I got here, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And you know, I think I think it's paid dividends for us. And I think we've gotten a lot better at all the areas that they said that to me that they wanted to get better at. And um, I mean, it, it's phenomenal working with those two and really everybody in my room. It's we I have really, really good kids in my room. I have really, really smart kids in my room. And the amount of physicality and toughness that they play with on a daily basis is, is I mean, you, you're a fullback. You know, you take you take a lot of appreciation in that. So um, I, I love my guys, man. And I'm, I'm very blessed to be where I'm at. You wanna, do you want to just give us like a, a just only positives of the dudes that are in the room? Like what? I mean, I, I feel like I could guess what some of the guys in the room could do. But do you want to give us like. Braylon, you know, a gap to a gap is phenomenal. Or just, just give us some positives Absolutely. about all the yeah, guys Bray in the room. Braylon's got a really good feel for gap scheme right now, and he's starting to develop his uh, outside zone feel. Obviously, that's more of a feel play. Um, he does a phenomenal job for me in pass protection. That's the area that he's grown the most since I've been here, and um, you know, I love that. We take a lot of pride in pass protection in my room. Chez has one of the most natural feels for inside zone that I've seen um, since I've been you know, playing the game of football and being on the other side, coaching football. He's very natural at that. Um, Katie Yacomelli, he's very dangerous in open space. He's got the most. So we chart open space wins in my room, right? Because in order to be able to be successful running back, you got to be able to make people miss. And in the front of the room, we got the open space wins and Yacomelli's winning by like six or seven, which is absurd. <laughs> um, so he's dangerous in open field. Jackson Acker is, I'm sorry, I said his name wrong. Jackson Acker is, he, he, he was a fullback, right? And he made the transition into becoming a running back. And I've never seen somebody be able to transition with such ease. He's a very good athlete. He's very tough. He's very physical. Obviously he's going to be great in pass protection, but he's, his ability to move between tackles with the ball in his hands is very surprising. 
And then Grover Bordelotti, I, I, his nickname is PB. Uh, PB stands for Pitbull. Uh, <laughs> he goes out there and he plays his ass off, man. I mean, he loves – he told my guys yesterday, he goes, I'm going to tell you what, I don't. I hope I don't get one carry in the spring game. I just want to pass protect every play. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so, a bad dude who wants to do – that's not somebody oh, you want to mess and, with. And, and he, he's the smallest guy in the room, but he walks around and he plays like he's the biggest. And I love him and I love okay. working with him. He's taken leaps and strides and bounds from where we started, man, and he's fun to work with. And then uh, Zach Glaubin. Another guy that was a fullback who made the transition to running back, and it—I mean—he uh, might lead the country in spring ball rushing yards all over the country. I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> when he's in the game, he finds a way to move the football, man. But no, these, these guys—they're—they're they're really fun to coach. They all have different characters and personalities, and it meshes really well. You know, the culture inside the running back room is phenomenal. Everybody wants to see everybody do well, and um, like I said, man, before I'm—I'm I'm really blessed to be in the position that I'm in. I, I, we talk about these guys every single day. It's like they're my they're they're my brothers already, and I, I think I've met Braylon one time. Um, it's really exciting. So, coach, I got a question. I'm brand new. Like I'm coming in. What are some of the things you preach that you like need our beasts to be able to do so they can play for you? So the first thing is ball security, right? You got to be able to take care of the football. The second thing is you got to be able to protect the quarterback, right? We take a lot of pride in pass protection and, you know, pass protection technique. It's a little complex, but the moral of the story is don't let that guy touch the quarterback. You got to take pride in being a pass protector. It's a mindset, right? Um, and then just your ability to play to your strengths. If you're a big guy, I want you to play with physicality. If you're an elusive guy, I want you to be able to make people miss, right? But we all have to be able to catch the football. We all have to be able to take care of the football. We all have to be able to protect the quarterback. And then, like I said, man, play to your strengths. Believe in Badgers is excited to be brought to you by Infinigods. Infinigods is a gaming studio with a suite of free, fun-to-play games centered around ancient mythologies and civilizations. Visit Infinigods.com to play their first game, Infinimerge, and learn about their upcoming tower defense game. Play for fun or play to compete and take your shot at winning digital collectibles. That's Infinigods at Infinigods.com, unleashing the power of blockchain games. So in, in some of the scheme, the running scheme, what are some of the key points that these guys have to make? You know, is it is it getting movement? Is it getting guys running? Is it getting up on the lineman's heels? Like, these are all things I grew up with. So yeah. I, I'm really interested in, in kind of the spread, the, the, maybe some difference, maybe yeah. it's the same. So, I mean, I, I have a very, very different approach with running backs. Um, you know, I played the position and I was coached by a guy that, that kind of took the same approach that I'm taking. And, you know, the approach is you don't want robots in your room, right? Because no one run play is going to be identical to the one that we ran before, even though it's the same exact run called. Mm -hmm. So we work on a lot of different reactionary drills, right? Because you're going to have a read key inside of every single run play. And then after your read key, you got to be able to read what your offensive linemen are doing once your read key declares and you have to be able to react. So all of our drills are reactionary based. Um, each run play is obviously going to have a different aiming point. Each run play is going to have a different read key. Each run play is going to have a different tempo. Um, you know, the footwork can vary. The footwork can stay the same depending on what you want to do and how you want to operate. But being able to understand the differences inside of those run plays and run schemes and aiming points and read keys 
will get you to where you want to go, but being able to react after what you see is going to get you to where you want to be, you know? So um, those, those are just things that are, you know, obviously it's simply said and yeah. a lot more difficult to accomplish and do, which is why we practice it. Right. Which is why you have the drills that you have. That's a coach. Why my coach used to say, don't be a robot all the time. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, I love to, I love what you're saying. I think for people who are listening, that sounds like a lot. Right. Like read keys, you know, all these other things, your second, it sounds like a lot, but dudes like Braylon Allen and Chez and like all these other guys, it it, it becomes like a feel, right? That's what separates some of these dudes who are fantastic is that they, they have their keys, they have their reads, their landmarks, and they follow them. But then they just kind of trust their instinct. Exactly. That's the whole point of being a running back, right? But, yeah, uh, just like everything, it just takes repetition. You know, the more reps you get, the more comfortable you start to get, and the better you're going to be able to play. So, Coach, you what's been, you know, I think you said OTAs, but spring OTAs is an NFL thing, right? No, we do is OTAs, it, uh, too. We do OTAs, okay. too. Yeah. I, okay. I, I thought uh, it was just called spring ball, I guess, back in so the day. you get, back you get the OTAs, day. and then you get spring ball after OTAs. Got it, got it, got it. So there's some things that are different. There are some things that are changing that I don't even understand. But I'm sure you probably don't either. But some of this NIL stuff is bananas. But we don't have to get into that. We're not getting into that because that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. I don't want to get into it. I believe I should have been paid a lot more than I was, which was zero. Um, I lost my train of thought now on on getting on to the NIL stuff. But um, where was I, Matt Perkins? I'm I'm going to interject here so I can (laughs) finally ask one question. Uh, coach, um, Bernie, what was coach White's favorite saying? Don't be a pop tart. Was it? Don't be a robot. Don't be a pop tart. Yeah. What are some of your favorite, what are, what are some of the things that you're saying over and over and over again that the guys are already sick of you saying? Um, probably make sure you're, when you're out here, you're being intentional. You should never line up in your stance and not try to get something out of a play. Uh, when you walk out of the tunnel, you're the baddest guy on the planet. Um, you know, trimming the fat inside zone, you know, um, you probably have to ask the guys though. You know what I mean? Like I don't really pay much attention <laughs> to the things that I'm saying. I'm just, I get in coach mode and you kind of black out when you're yeah. in coach mode, you high know? and tight. That's exactly. high, high and tight, tight. All day. ball on the outside arm, you know, all that stuff. Use Typical the other running back coach stuff. Use your other arm as a weapon. Be violent. Exactly. Okay. Yep. I Deliver the blow. Sure. We used to, we used to joke. If anyone ran out of bounds, we'd be like, dude, don't do that. You want to, yeah. you want to bring, although I think running out of bounds is actually a smart thing to do. I think it's a horrible thing to stay in bounds. That's my yeah. new thought process as an older person. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I preach to finish runs. You know what I mean? I don't want to see people running out of bounds, but, uh, you know, was it when I was 20 years old and I could do anything I wanted? Yeah. I was, I was, you know, trying to crush people, right? but some of those dudes are coming beeline at you. And if they know you're not going to run out of bounds, it's a, it was always a collision. Always a collision. Exactly. Always. Yeah. But, but you uh, I'm with you. Be won, violent, finish forward. You usually won the collisions. Let's face it. You, you, you were 270. You oh. were winning most of those collisions. So dude, I was under 270, no matter what <laughs> anyone says. Okay. Okay. Sure. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll go with, we'll go with that. Um, no coach. What's it been like to work with coach Longo and coach Bicknell, two guys who we've had the good fortune of talking to who have, uh, just a vast wealth of experience in the game of football. And what have you learned most from, from those two guys? 
Yeah, it's been phenomenal. I mean, they, they've both been a part of very successful offenses um, with each other, without each other. And, you know, they, they vibe really well together, which is really cool to see. Um, you know, their philosophy is is simplicity, but we're going to be complex on our end, which is phenomenal. I think that's the way that it should be, right? Coaches should do all the thinking, let the players go out there and play football very fast. And, you know, being a part of this system is it's, you know, one of the systems I've always wanted to be a part of, be able to understand the air raid offense. And it's been phenomenal, man. The transition has been great. And they're both really good teachers. They both make things seem very, very simple. And I think that's why they're really good at what they do. Well, Matt, are you done? Because I got a hundred more questions. I, 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 yeah, you're I up, bud. Yeah, I, yeah, I got I my questions. This. I'll let Listen, you go, but I can do just, this all day. Yeah, I know you can. Um, <laughs> Coach, I just, I just want to sit in the room with you and just BS because I feel like we could have such a good time. Oh, we'd have a great uh, off, time. Off anytime, listen, anytime you want to come over here, you hit We're, me up. I'll get you my phone I'm number after. Done. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, Matt Perkins and I, I think – I'll be there for sure. June 30th, squat. Oh, we, no, no, no. That, that's a Can't guarantee. wait to see. No, no. That is a stone what these cold dudes are doing in the weight We room. will be there. Coach Brady already has the date out for Squat Fest. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. Oh, oh we're yeah. there. You guys are going to love what you see. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It's very exciting. No. It's, I'm planning <laughs> so, my uh, summer vacation. Brian yeah, that's our summer vacation is watching other dudes lift heavy weights and not having to do anything. It's kind of great. <laughs> Uh, uh, coach, we had, so Brian, we had Brian Calhoun recently on, he was a uh, badger. Oh, four, oh, five, oh, six, somewhere. Oh, five. I think he graduated that no, he did. Cause he graduated with me. Um, he said, he loved your energy. He says you're young, you're vibrant. What, wh- what do you think? Like, how did, where'd you get like your coaching? Like, I don't know, Montauk, like everything. Like, where'd you get your, your coaching? Where'd excitement? your vibe come from? Yeah. Where's your vibe from? You know, that's a good question, man. I, I started coaching my little brothers when I was like 10 years old and they were playing baseball. Right. So, um, I have, I, I have a lot more coaching experience than what it says on paper, right. From college football, but I coached them in baseball. I coached them in football. I coached them in wrestling. And I don't know, it's just the way that I am. I, I have, I have a lot of intensity, but the intensity stems from the passion and love that I have for the game of football. And, you know, I think, I think coaching should be, should be intense. I think you should hold your players to a certain level and a certain standard day in and day out. But I also think you should be the first one to celebrate when your players do the things that you know, they're capable of doing, right. And they break a long run. They finish somebody in open space. They break a long run. They win an open space. They pick up a pass or they pick up a blitz with perfect pass protection technique. Like, those things get me excited. You know what I mean? I'm going to be juiced. I'm going to be the first one out there to dap them up. I don't care how fast we're going, what the tempo practice is. I'm going to be excited. And they're going to know about it. Uh, I love that. I love that. So you talk about the tempo practice. We've heard it's very fast, very upbeat. What's it like for your guys? Well, what's it like to like try to coach? You know, you walk in the room and you're like, hey, guys, practice is different. You're no standing right. around. Right. What's What's been that kind of... Um, that progression. We just have to have a really good memory of the things that your players have done, right? Cause you're going to be out there for four five, six, seven, eight plays in a row. So I just try to keep a mental note. And before each play, I revisit, right? So we got eight plays. So play one, Hey, this was the coaching point. Okay. Play two, no coaching point play three here's a coaching point okay what was play one again play three so then they come over on the sideline you can have educated conversation about the things that they were seeing the things that they were doing and what you saw and how they need to maybe 
switch their focus from one thing to another thing inside of this play, you know? So a lot of that's just being able to retain the information that you're seeing as you're seeing it. And then once they run off the field, you go over to them, you get it coached real quick, try to keep one eye on the field, one eye on your player when you're coaching them, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I, I have, I have, I have a student assistant. His name's Cooper Eckert, and he is one of the best I've ever been around. I mean, he's better than most of the GAs I've been around. He's phenomenal. Um, you know, I have no problem or qualms with him being able to come over and tell me, hey, coach, this is what I saw. Boom, I'll go relay the message. And he does a great job for me, and I'm very, very thankful for him. Is is it a lot of – that's really cool. That's good to have someone trusted. Uh, is there a lot of coaching in the film room? Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's where you get most of your coaching done, right? Because we're so high tempo and we're so upbeat, there's just but naturally going to be things that you weren't able to touch on or you forgot. And, you know, we go through, you make your practice cut up. So the plays that need to be coached and, you know, you go through and it's going to be anywhere from 50 to 70 plays. You got the kids for an hour, hour and some change. You buzz through that and you cut them loose. Yeah. Oh man. We used to watch film for forever. We, do, you, do you cut out plays that are good or do you watch every play? I So I, I take good and bad plays. The okay. plays that don't have any coaching points, I, we won't watch them. So Got it. We would just go through it quick. So question, Mike, there was a, a fight at camp once and the film guys gave us a clip and then they cut, they would always cut the fights out. It's a waste of time anyway. My coach was like, dude, don't do that anymore. So he, we used to watch the fight clips. Is that right? He used to tell them, he'd be like, give me all the clips. And he'd try to get us juiced up, be like, hey, you're going to let these dudes come out there and do this stuff? We, Not one of the running backs ever got in a fight. Like, yeah. we would just kind of stand there or just watch. It was a waste of time. You're in full body armor. Like, exactly. what is someone going to do to you? Exactly. Um, I just remember just sitting there with, you know, I'm Anthony Davis, a little guy, like short, not little. Like he's stacked. But we would just be standing next to each other. Coach Wright's like, what are you guys doing? You just stand there watching He's like, should I get you guys popcorn? We're like, coach, we're never running into these fights. There's, the no, doubt. There's, There's no pointless. reason. The only thing that's going to come They're up pointless. is you hurting your hand or something. Right. It's so stupid. Um, but the tell, watching a film was the best, though. Yeah. I, I, To be honest, I tell my guys not to fight. Right? Like, they get in yeah. this situation. Get over here. Get out. Get out. Go. 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 You know, because, I mean, just like you, I was in plenty of those as a player, and nothing good <laughs> comes of it. You know? Nothing. So, I like I like when the O line D line fight each other because it's nice to stand and just watch these like exactly. big mammoth humans. Um, Coach, we only got like a couple more minutes. What are you really excited for for tomorrow for the launch? You know, for for your guys to showcase and then moving into the fall. Like, what are you really excited for personally and for the guys in the room? Yeah, tomorrow I'm really excited just for our guys to be able to go out there and show the people that are coming and the people that are going to be in attendance, the things that we've been working for as an offense and, you know, give them a brief little preview of the things that we plan on doing and executing in the fall. Um, and for the fall, I'm just excited to be able to continue to work with these guys, man, the steps that they've taken in 12 practices and tomorrow being number 13 is unbelievable. They've been very accepting of my coaching style. They've been, um, they've done a phenomenal job of taking coaching and applying it and trying to apply it, whether it was right, wrong or indifferent. And, and, you know, they, they just continue to find ways to grow day in and day out, you know, and guys that you never anticipated or expected like Gloudman. I mean, he is playing so hard and he's gotten so much better day in and day out. I'm just I, I'm blessed with the room that I have and I'm, I'm excited to just work with these guys every chance that I get. Coach, all right. Coach, I, 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 oh, go for it, Burn. It's all you. No, I, I was just no, going to ask one more question. Do it. Luke Fickle. 
everything I see on social media, everything you read, he's such a player's guy. He's been fantastic. What's your relationship with him? Yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, he gave me my first opportunity to be a graduate assistant, which got me into coaching football. And then, I mean, he gave me this opportunity to be his running back coach at Wisconsin RBU. So I'm very, very thankful to have the opportunity to work with him. I'm thankful to have the opportunity to know him. And I'm excited to be able to continue to work with him as long as I can. All right. So going to get you out of here in just a second. Uh, but got to ask you first, you're new to Madison. What stood out about Madison? What's been your favorite place to eat? Well, I mean, you can't go wrong with a Big Ten pub. You know, it's convenient. It's right there. I like to go there. I like their little steak sandwich they got. Um, but I love Madison, man. I'm, I'm excited for the weather to start to get warm. All right. I am from Michigan, but it's time Even for a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll be there but, in June, uh, July, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, as soon as we get it, I'll be in good shape. But I've heard, I've heard the golf courses are really nice, and I really enjoy golfing. So I'm excited for that. Awesome. Well, hopefully we can, uh, we, we can join you out in the links this summer, coach, uh, at, you know, at, after squat fest, maybe a little, uh, oh, little be I would golf. love that. All right. I'd well, love that. let's make that happen. We'll talk to our friends over at vibes. Maybe, m- maybe get a little something going over there. Um, we that'd hope be, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we can make that happen. I have ideas anyway. Phenomenal. Um, we got to let coach get back to coach and we got to get back to our jobs. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in today to the Believe in Badgers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. And until next time, on Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.